Hi, mom. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Um, so we're doing this uh, kind of as a test run. Um, but I thought that it would be a good opportunity to um, a kind of have discussions with you because you don't you know, I don't like talking on the phone. And B, um, you know, explore some topics and issues that you've kind of wanted to drill into me for the last decade. And I haven't really taken it seriously until maybe a year or two years ago. Would that be right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. <laughs> Actually, so, mean, what? you know, can I just say something here? Yeah. I've reached a point where. I don't want to drill anything into you anymore, but um, because I think, first I mean, of all, is that, that I'm really learning true. It's it's actually true. I'm bringing uh, my attention to the fact that that itself is uh, my ego trying to change something, right? Mm. And trying to achieve something. So I'm actually surrendering to the idea that. Uh, I need to explore within myself and bring about the change that uh, I can then radiate out and which will not necessarily trigger any changes, but which will make me respond to people um, in a way that's totally accepting of them where they are, including you. I mean, you're the most important person in my life, right? I mean, I see that because guess what? I'm listening to these videos now, right? Like I'm, I, I understand that. And I think that's why I'm kind of responding in a more, you know, aligned way than the okay. usual resistance of stop wasting my time with this self-help Dr. Phil BS, right? Yes. <laughs> I see that. So, I mean, I wanted to call it, what does that even mean? Because that's usually my question to a lot of the things that you say, <laughs> because yes. I think, you know, it's not, you know, you know, intellectually on one level, maybe it makes sense, but from an application perspective, what does that even mean? You know, it doesn't, something that might resonate to, you know, your gurus or Ramana or whatever may not resonate with like someone that's superficial and, you know, egotistical and, you know, living in this world with all of the things in it. Actually, I mean, I, I think that uh, that's not you. You're not egotistical and you're not uh, self-absorbed and very much less so now. But you make a good point, and I have come to realize that we also need to be much more practical in the advice that we give out to people because um, the fact is that we all live in this world, and we don't live like a Ramana, and we don't have the luxury of locking ourselves away from people and things. We have to operate uh, with people and relationships and the complexity of our lives um, and being bombarded by information from all quarters, right? 
So given this new reality, I think we need to repurpose this information. So I'm hoping that our conversations will actually surface, um, you know, some practical uh, tips uh, for ourselves and for anyone that chooses to listen to this and maybe take something from it, right? Yeah. And like, um, hopefully they won't judge me or my, <laughs> my interpretation of of these people because the first the first one so let's let's lay this out here so i've asked you to give me or send me videos because obviously you've been sending me thousands of videos and you've roped in friends of mine as well into these video uh sharing uh things and so i feel like you know uh i've i asked you to send me a video that for our first call is you know achievable mm -hmm. 20 minutes mm -hmm. and yeah. uh which wanted to sort of discuss it in that in that same context that you described so mm -hmm. this first one you said it's called discovering freedom through challenge and it was a talk by Eckhart Tolle um mm -hmm. could you kind of describe why or the, who he is and why you, you know, decided to go with this, like, fairly sleepy man to tell me <laughs> about discovering freedom through challenge. And can you kind of explain in your words what he's talking about? Okay. So, um, basically, I mean, the reason I chose Eckhart Tolle uh, as the first is, first of all, this uh, podcast or the talk is fairly short. Um, and he's also, I think, quite clear. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of clutter. He's on point. And I find that he's very consistent with his message. He doesn't confuse with conflicting ideas. And I believe that he is quite, uh, what do I say, relatable. Uh, but not, not relatable, actually, uh, quite accessible. Uh, so he's quite authentic and he speaks from his own lived and subjective experience. Um, and basically what he tries to say in this talk is that we live in our thoughts a lot. And this is a realization that I have come to. So I, I think I also pick videos based on where I am in my life and what I'm attracted to. And more and more, I've been experiencing how we actually um, create our world with our own narrative. And this is basically through thought in our mind. And so when this realization came to me sort of as an epiphany, I found that I was, um, you know, I, I gained more control over what I thought. And I also gained more control over how I responded rather than reacted to what was happening around me. So uh, his basic idea, and he has a couple of very simple ideas. He basically says that we live in the level of our conceptual mind. So we basically think uh, thoughts and then we construct all these stories and create various narratives about why things are happening the way they are who we are, uh, you know, what makes us tick uh, and describe us and so on. And he 
basically challenges us to think, uh, to be a witness to those thoughts. And he says that if you keep trying to build on that narrative, then you're bound to be unhappy because all that that narrative is, is a sense of your egoic self. So basically, it's a self that is very transient, that cannot endure uh, because things will keep changing in your life. And so you have to keep changing the narrative. And so then you become dependent on the external world to create your narrative. And this egoic self will never be satisfied because it's constantly going to be seeking something outside the world to complete it. And he says, therefore, that's why, you know, we, when we get one thing, uh, we are happy for a little while. And then this self feels that sense of separation and wants something more and keeps wanting to add to itself as if to create a whole person. So uh, he quotes the example of relationships and he says, with relationships also, we're looking for this person to fill us, to make more of us. And what we find is that we have an expectation and we then go after our expectation and then create that person in our mind as if they fit that expectation. And then when they don't and they fall short, then we are disappointed. So it's not so much the other person's fault. It's more, uh, you know, we have relinquished control of our thoughts and thinking and basically uh, given others and the world outside power over us. So what he's trying to say here is that, you know, the world will constantly create circumstances which will challenge you. And if you look to that world to make you happy, then you're going to be disappointed because if your internal compass and your internal um, environment of joy and sorrow and all of that is determined by your external environment, then you lose control over that, right? That's that uh, source of your happiness. However, if you uh, look to how you respond to the outside world, then you have much more control over your um your state of being. And he says that the reason why you encounter challenges in the world, and this is one, you know, a good reason, he says is that it is to expand the scope of your consciousness. And there are four levels of consciousness, basically. Uh, we have the deep sleep state, the dream state, and the waking state. So we are all um, you know, at different dreamless, levels. Dream, normal, and then dunya. And then, and then he talks about turiya. And what turiya, is turiya? Sorry. Yeah, turiya is that witness state, right? When we are thinking, we are aware that we are thinking, and that state of awareness is our true self. However, we split ourselves into two people. We believe that there is a person that's observing and then there is the person that is doing. And we are so identified with the person that's doing and take ourselves to be that person. And as a result of that, we get 
we spiral out of control because our thoughts lead us into other thoughts, into other thoughts, and these trigger emotions and moods and so on. So I, I really think that it's a nice way to look at life and say, okay, here's a challenge. How am I going to respond to it? Okay, let me see that um, rather than react to it from a place of helplessness, let me respond to it from a place of control and say that I am not this person that is identified with the thought. So I'm not the person that is, um, you know, that I call as ugly or late or inefficient because those are all mental constructs that I have created, but I am the person that's witnessing all these thoughts come and go. And the other very important idea that he proposes here is that we think that somehow our thoughts are voluntary, that we create these thoughts, and so we have control over them. And the fact is that thoughts arise. Just as the heart beats, if a human being is born, thoughts arise. And these thoughts will arise and pass. And we actually don't have control, but we give it control if we start reacting to them and get carried away by the emotions that they trigger, right? So yeah. I, I really think that there are a lot of great nuggets that can help us view the world from a very... Um, healthy in a very healthy way and uh, save us a lot of grief because if you are so identified with your thoughts and you get carried away by them then you're going to be carried on by the emotions that they trigger and that could only lead to unhappiness right does that make sense yeah i mean it does make sense i like this talk and I do like Eckhart Tolle um he is very accessible um especially with his like Oprah Eckhart Tolle soul sessions um mm -hmm. but um I guess the part of it that kind of I struggle with is um I think that you can't argue that as humans like we aren't a sum of our experiences right like I yeah. am a sum of my experiences and the reason that I am who I am right now is basically this whole ego state, right? Because if the ego yes. is something, is a mental structure um, in my head about how I want to live my life and what will make me what I want. And to a certain mm. degree, this narrative that I've created for myself, yes, Yes, it's a very, very, um, very truthful thing that I have, you know, been a victim to the fact that like, when one thing goes wrong, I'm not happy. And it kind of crushes my like, sense of being, but I can't argue with the fact that the good things that, that have happened have come with that whole idea of me, you know, having this narrative. And I have to say that because it's like, I had this vision of who I wanted to be. So it yes. kind of feels like that's the one thing, but then I can understand that, you know, these, like the thing that you said about thinking being not active, but passive, like I can understand that 
you know, these thoughts are a creation of my, my memories and it's not a fully present state, but it just feels like that constant be present state is like, if you, if you, if you kind of parceled out time, it's like you, every second you have to be in that like reset, 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 present, present, present. Cause that's what meditation feels like. And it also, I don't know, part, something of it, like when he talked about um, the world and like, you know, the world isn't mm-hmm. supposed to make you happy. It's supposed to challenge you. It's almost mm-hmm. like the state of happiness that he talks about is kind of unachievable, not, right? I mean, no, it's not even unachievable. It's just like kind of boring and dull. Yeah. Like it's not yes, like, yeah. Oh yeah, I strive for that. Like, look at him. He's kind of like you can poke him and you can he can maybe like fall over. So it's like, what is this? Like, what is this median? Like, what do I want to aspire to do? Like, can I be okay with these momentary lapses of happiness state um agitation that I am now? Or do I want to be lulled into this? Because it feels like those constant resets, if you like mush them together, there's just a lull when you're present. That's no, you, you like make a very, very excellent point, right? And this is something that I have to say that I also struggled with. But, you know, the, the idea is um, that you do need a strong ego. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a strong ego. And the only problem is that when we are so identified with it, that when anything kind of changes an image of what we are, right? And we are so caught up in that construction um, and that is changed, then we are crushed and we are hurt. So while we can have a healthy ego and go about our lives striving for what it is that we want to achieve, and those are all great things, the only thing that we need to do is to be aware that it is better to be humble and to to say that I'm going to be present and put in my effort in this moment and I'm not the one that's making things happen. There are so many things that have to come together to make something happen. So when you surrender the idea that is, what what happens actually is if you are in an egoic state, then two things happen. That is, you pursue actions that give you pleasure and you try to stay away from actions that give you pain. So when you are constantly aware and present, what you tend to do is not go after just what makes you have, you know, gives you pleasure or, you know, happiness and pleasure should not be used interchangeably. Happiness is a state of quiet mind. That's what happiness is. And when you experience pleasure, which may be transient, that during those moments of pleasure, what you actually appear uh, experience is a calming of the mind. That's what you experience as pleasure. So the the whole idea is, when you, you know, feel that joy, I mean, be in the moment and enjoy it, right? Go after everything that you like to do and do it. But 
don't be so caught up that if you don't get to do something that you want to do that you are crushed and don't run away from something because it's going to give you pain and the point is this when something you're confronted with and you feel a sense of resistance to do it right the important thing there is to explore the reason for the resistance okay to to see what is my motivation here am i running away from something because of fear uh, is it you know making it less uh, making me a less of a egoic person is it making me vulnerable is it exposing me in ways that i feel uncomfortable exposing myself it's just to bring the awareness to that that's all you need to do so the point is once you become aware of it and even if you resist it right the first time around the next time around you may be less prone to resist it because you've now examined it and you have not gotten caught up and uh, you know tried to create the shell around yourself to protect yourself from doing something that you don't like and it's always good to be present in order to keep pushing the boundaries of what you um can do to transcend all these mental blocks that you have that's the only i mean the the why the main reason why it's important to stay pleasant, present is to allow yourself to be your fully sublimated creative self and not to be somebody who is creating these artificial walls around them so they create a world that they can live in um and that's the only thing so you don't limit yourself live life large right go after mm -hmm. what you want and what you love to do but don't try to cling to it and say unless i have this i'm not going to be happy and or don't run away from something and say if this is in my life i will be unhappy that's all he's saying yeah. so you you know you get to live your life fully happily in the moment and when you experience resistance and when you experience joy you're still aware so much so that you're not holding on to the joy or resisting the pain right so just to sort of wrap this up i mean i really liked it because kind of he ended it on a statistic that i could sort of hang my um he started off by saying you know thinking is passive and we know that we all think all the time uh yes. so for me like i need to analyze this and it needs to kind of make sense to me in in my own way for me to and then when he said you know we're thinking all the time and those thoughts are created by um our own narratives our conceptual mind and 95% of the time 90% of the time or something yeah. right so the unhappiness is produced by our mind cuz i was like you know what about covid what about you know people dying what about you know actual yes. human emotion you know there is yes. you have to account for these kind of things as well and if he kind of left that out for me that would be not a very um it wouldn't be fulfilling for me it wouldn't be yes. enough for me to think oh let me just 
you know, try this out because, you know, there are, it'd be really hard to convince me that, you know, certain feelings of unhappiness this is where just pursuing, wouldn't happen. Right. As a path. Yeah. No, but certain feelings of unhappiness were just because my, my mind. Yeah. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But Absolutely. as a final, final like thought from you, I mean, what would be the first? So one... I, I just want to say, I think what? the statistic that you point out is a very good one. And I think it's good to leave people with the fact that if you are fully identified with your mind, then you're going to be unhappy 100% of the time. And if you are not at all identified with the, with um, your mind, then 90% of the time you're going to be happy, right? Yeah. Um, but depending on how um, identified you are, you can land anywhere along that statistic between zero and 90%. And it's your choice. So yeah. I would just leave people with that thought. Awesome. Well, mom, thanks. This was actually Thank you, darling. That was beautifully done. 25 minutes. Yeah. So hopefully um, we can get some feedback on this one and see what people like and don't like and comment and yeah. Let me know what people say. Okay. Love you, darling. Bye. Bye.